Welcome to the Alpha Female Podcast, a platform where we speak all things women of color. If you want inspiration, if you're looking to understand people's journeys and how they got successful, if you want to get to the next level and take up space as a woman of color, this is where you should be. Happy New Year, Alpha Females. So great starting the new year. It's a new beginning. I know a lot of us have ideas. We want to start something. We have New Year's resolutions. And to kick us off this year, we are joined by Natasha Saungeme, who is, I don't know, she wears so many hats. She's an analyst. She's a blogger slash podcaster. She check out her podcast, which is called Izolami. She started her own podcast as well on just sustainability chats. She also runs a business, um, Yewu, which is a business with home fragrances as well as candles. So today we are here to explore um, the journey of starting something. So as the new year starts, we all have great ideas, but what is involved in actually starting something? So, Natasha, hello, hi, and welcome. Hi, Lou, how are you? Good, and how are you? I'm great, thanks so much. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for gracing us with your presence. Um, so, just coming into the new year, business, how are you feeling about this year? Um, I mean, I just started again um, like a week ago, but I'm pretty excited. So many ideas that I really want to execute this year. To say, am I ready as yet? I am not sure, but it's coming. So I have no choice but to just put my game face on. Yeah. Well, there's 11 moments. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> to get it right. Um, so just to kick us off, cliche question, mm -hmm. but... I've counted probably five hats that you put on, if not more. But when you were five years old, what did you want to become? You know, I, I've always heard people get asked that question, right? And for me personally, I don't believe I wanted to be anything growing up. Mm -hmm. I think I was just like living my life. <laughs> <laughs> my goal at the time, five, was to make sure that I could hang out with friends as mm -hmm. much as possible. Um, without getting into trouble. But I think, you know, what I can say is that over the, the years growing up, I've just realized that I've always wanted to be involved in things that are bigger than what is inside of me mm -hmm. and wanting to participate in things that almost give back to the community. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, you'll see it in my history in terms of like the certain clubs that I participated in the type of community work that I did out of my own volition, as well as like when I was in varsity, starting a brand new um, society that mm -hmm. allowed students to go overseas and, you know, gain some work experience while they were still studying, you know. Amazing. So to say that I wanted to be a doctor, I, I would be lying. <laughs> I, I hate the sight of my own blood, so I can't even imagine the guts <laughs> from someone else. <laughs> Unlike so, yeah. the rest of us. Um, mm. I think that's 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 interesting. And do you think this then led you to kind of starting Yeo? Yeah, so I, I mean, I, I think the journey of Yeo is a journey that's intertwined in so many other entrepreneurship type of ventures. Mm. 
Um, I think I've always been someone, and I still am, someone who is curious, interested in wanting to start a lot of things. Um, you know, I just become obsessed with something. I want to see if I can do it. Mm. And that's my life for the next however long it takes me. And, you know, um, so with Yewo, you know, it's such an interesting journey because it started off as a company um, within a company itself. So mm -hmm. I think prior to Yewo, I had registered a company. I wasn't sure what I was going to do with it. It's still registered under my name with zero tax returns, like nothing. <laughs> We've made zero <laughs> from that because it's not even a business. But I think with Yewu, it was it came out of like a passion project and a pure love for sense. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one thing led to the other and then it became, um, you know, what if I can actually sell one or two things, you know. Um, and that's really just how the business started. And along the, the journey, I said, well, you know, I think we're doing so well for someone who's just really waking up and selling candles, right? <laughs> Making candles, selling them. Can this actually be bigger mm -hmm. than just a home fragrance brand? And I think that's the year's handmade that you will see today. Um, it's not the one that started in July 2020. Yeah. And I think what you've highlighted is important that you need to just start somewhere, mm. right? I, a lot of people, when they do have ideas, they get overwhelmed by the idea. So the idea either seems too big, seems unreachable, but you started off and just registered a business even. Mm. And then over time, gave it a, a shot. So tell me then what inspires the, the, the scents, mm -hmm. you know, because your scents have more than one fragrance at a time. So... Mm. Take me through that. So now you've started, how do you then start defining your your brand? Yeah. So I, I think, you know, the, the base of it is that Yeo's Handmade is really one that is created for people that have a passion for sets. Mm. You know, personally for me, I, I love being in a room that I can connect to in terms of sense. Mm. You know, it's that... Does it smell like my childhood home? Does it smell like, you know, a space that I really want to be in and thrive in, you know? True. Mm -hmm. so, True. So that's really just the basis of the business itself. Over time, um, one of the things that I'm really passionate about is I'm passionate about Africa. And I think you'll see that with the other hats that you mentioned. Mm -hmm. And I'm also quite passionate about sustainability. But I think when we look at sustainability, especially within our own communities and our own circles, sustainability is this big endeavor of wanting to save the planet, you know, making sure that we don't go above like 1.5 degrees, mm -hmm. you know, an mm -hmm. extra 1.5, et cetera. But sustainability is really just more than that. Mm. And I want you to represent that. I want it to be a brand that is passionate about Africa passionate about the sustainability of Africa mm. and educating people about how in their smallest ways they can contribute, whether it's environmentally, socially, economically, whatever it is, that's what we're trying to advocate for as a brand. Mm -hmm. And um, speaking about sense, so mm -hmm. this is a true story, guys. I'm not even winging this. So I had uh, Natasha put together gift packs for Alpha and I handed one to a friend of mine. And as soon as she opened the 
opened the package, she actually said that smell reminded her of Swaziland. So it's exactly that. Mm. I think we do associate smells with certain memories, experiences, mm. and, you know. A hundred percent. And I think like what you'll find with um, our scents as well is one, they're named after certain African places, mm. right? Or they're designed in a way that even the scents, you know, when you smell the Savannah candle that we have in our collection, it has very prominent notes of Amarula. Yes. And when you're there, you know, the experience must remind you of being somewhere like in the Savannah itself, mm. you know, mm. exploring and just relaxing. That's what we aim to do with all our candles. They're not just named after fancy places. Yes, I mean, you should know where Lion's Head is. Mm. I mean, that's amazing. But when you really sit and indulge, if you've been there, then, you know, it's a familiar scent. Mm. And if you haven't, then it takes you on a journey to that place itself. I love that. I think also my immediate reaction when I started using the candles, I was like, this smells like heaven. So guys, <laughs> heaven smells like Africa. Yeah, <laughs> That's my theory. <laughs> and I'm Beautiful. sticking to it. Now let's talk about um, the power of now. So you started here, yeah, we're right in the middle of a pandemic mm. and you could have used that time during lockdown in many different ways. Mm. So what would you say you learned about um, the power of just now and taking that risk? Yeah, I mean, you know, every time I tell people that um, I started this business literally just in my kitchen one night during the <laughs> pandemic. I, I live alone, right? And I'm a big DIYer. Mm. And I think I just ran out of projects. And I said, okay, what's the next thing that I can do? <laughs> and I was like, well, you know, I'm also tired of spending a lot of money on candles that mm. really didn't perform much, mm. right? Mm. So then I started to like the DIY project and then it turned into one candle, three candles. Every room was just smelling of a different scent, uh, blending certain fragrances, etc. But I think, you know, at the time, I don't think it was something that was quite conscious because I started it as a project. Mm -hmm. But I think over time and now in hindsight, I say, you know, even if it is a passion project that you are thinking about, do it. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't know what it might lead to. Mm -hmm. And really just the power of now is that if you have an idea, just execute you know, I think what holds us back a lot of times is, is it going to be successful? Yes. Right? Yes. And what are people going to say? And, you know, it takes a lot of investment, whether it's emotional investment, you know, financial investment, whatever it is that you're passionate about. And if you, if you just want to do it, just do it. You know, mm. put that investment in and know at the end of the day that you did your best. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and, and really that's just the advice. I just started and I was like well, whatever it's going to cost, let me do it because it's really making me happy at this mm. point in time. And then it turns out that it actually makes other people happy. So, yeah. So it's a win-win. <laughs> right, all around. <laughs> it is. But what you just spoke about also is um, the emotional journey of starting something, right? Or having a great idea. Mm -hmm. So when you start off, it seems like, wow, such a brilliant idea and people are cheering for you and we're just like, go, go, go. Mm -hmm. And then in the middle, you know, the high starts becoming a trough mm -hmm. and 
there you are now in the deeps yeah. with your idea it's and that's you. yeah and that's when you actually realize how much work um is there so did you have moments in this journey where you felt like quitting even or like you're in the trough and now it's lonely and all the people that were cheering for you <laughs> are nowhere to be found I'm not, not even <laughs> buying the candles yeah true i mean do I wake up and just want to forget about this? Yeah, every day. You know, it's it's tough. Mm-hmm. It's hard. And I think, you know, when you also have like a nine to five, it's even worse. Mm-hmm. And I think I always tell myself that the highs when you are, you know, on the journey of entrepreneurship are the most amazing highs. Mm-hmm. Right? You get that one sale. You get someone who's interested in wholesale. You know, you celebrate. Mm-hmm. Your lows are the work you are in the gutter, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes just picking yourself out from that, it takes a lot. And, you know, you don't realize just how much it's, it actually drains you from all the other things that you need to do. All mm-hmm. those many other hats, they start to almost like be juggled and mm-hmm. one ends up on the floor. But I think, you know, it's just important to go back to your why. Yeah. You know, Simon Sinek says like great organizations thrive because they understand their why, you know? So whatever that is, like for me, it's really just about pushing Mm. the passion for Africa and sustainability through storytelling, you know, in a Mm. sense that Mm. connects people and spaces that, so I just go back to my why. I understand that, you know, it's going to be a tough week. It's going to be a tough month, but you know, it really just drives me for us to just be a better brand Mm. that's just delivering value that people just didn't expect. Mm. And I think that's such an important lesson just in life that when you do start something, define that why and have it solid, have it at a place where you can see it all the time because challenges will always be there. Mm. So the people that have said, do what you love and you never have to work a day in your life. You're, you're working every day. You are working every day. That is that is a lie. You're actually working, right? Yeah. You're working every day, but I think it's it's a different kind of output that mm. you're giving into it, right? Because mm. it's fueled by passion mm. as opposed to just showing up because you kind of just need to pay the mm. bills. I mean, obviously you need to pay the bills, but you know, you're just fueled differently. Mm. And I think that's what's important. Absolutely. And we can so learn so much about that. Mm. So what are some of like the other challenges that you had to face just in this journey? The journey, yeah. So I, I think the biggest one is, oh, besides like the investment in terms of monetary investment, mm-hmm. I think it's just my mental health. Mm. Um, wanting to juggle my nine to five, which is also quite strenuous, mm. but I love it. Don't mm. get me wrong. Um, and also realizing that there's just so much that I don't know. And you get to a point where you want to bring on board people that know better than you, mm. but you just don't have money. So that means my weekends, my evenings are a balance of trying to go on Google, trying to learn how to create, mm. you know, content that connects 
It's me wanting to learn new techniques, you know, and you just have to put in extra hours where I could have gone out and, you know, spent time with like friends and family. That time is now dedicated to upskilling myself, so to speak, Mm -hmm. and wanting to see the business grow. So apart from just like the financial investment, it's just the mental toll it takes on you because you want to learn so many things in such a short space of time uh, because you just don't have anyone else to come and help you mm-hmm. with that capacity. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think that's just like the biggest one I can think of right now. I mean, there's so many others, but we'll yeah. spend the whole day unpacking those. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel you. And I think one of the things that um, was the biggest lesson even for me, mm-hmm. right, having started this NGO is that, girl, you need help. Yeah, you do. You do need help. There's there's not enough time in the day to have you do everything that your organization needs mm. for it to be successful. Mm. And so you you do need some kind of help or a team. Are you still doing everything? Hopefully not. No. So, <laughs> oh my goodness, no. Thank God. <laughs> um. So right now I've brought in a social media manager who really just helps with mm. content because... You know, that research and like kudos to content creators, you know, we see content creators and we're like, yeah, but you're just taking a video. No, no, darling. It's not that. Right. Um, So now I have I do have a social media manager. Um, I still try and make the candles myself. You Mm -hmm. know, that's part of our ethos. All our candles and our fragrances are hand poured. Um, But I think the goal for this year is to definitely get someone in internal to come and start, you know, on the production line. Mm Um, and potentially also like pack the orders because I still do that myself Mm -hmm. after hours. But I think, you know, when you think about scaling as a business, you know, it's important to definitely get people in and looking at potential distribution centers that could also come on board and help us with that. Mm. Mm. And I love that. Okay, so you've recently rebranded. Um. And I love it. I love the colors. I love the look and feel of the 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 rebranded, you mm. know. Um, Thank you. Business. It's it's amazing. Thank you so much. Also, I think it fits in any kind of space as well, yeah. which is always lovely. But how important would you say it is to evolve um, as a business, or when you do have a great idea? Mm. I think if you don't evolve, you die. Mm. Right. Um, Say it again. <laughs> if you don't evolve, you die. Thank you. <laughs> Amen, church. <laughs> so I think, you know, we definitely got to a point, or I definitely got to a point where I was like, one, there's so much customer feedback that's coming back. People mm-hmm. love the product, right? Mm-hmm. But you get that one customer who is just like, obsessed and wants you know for you to do better and Mm. they you know send you pointers or Mm. they say something so whether it's along the distribution line of saying you know well you know when we get the product it's kind of smashed right then you need to look at that point in the value chain to Mm. say do we have the right suppliers Mm. you know and when you ask people what it is that they really liked about the experience, they give you like amazing feedback, mm-hmm. but you need to be open to the hurtful things yes. that they're going to say. And you just take that and you sit with it and then you say, okay, so how do we create better customer experience for, for people? Mm-hmm. And you know that's part of that evolution process to say it might be painful 
then when they're telling you that actually, you know what, I don't think I'm ever going to buy from you again because, you know, X, Y, and Z. Yeah. But then you're just like, okay, but so, so, so tell me how yeah, I, could it yeah. have been better, yeah. you know? So you might lose the customer in the process, but if you just improve that one point, you're going to gain 10 more, mm. you know? So that is really just so critical to wanting to evolve and be better. And I think with the rebrand, it was more about ensuring that our look and feel or the brand that people start to see before they experience the product resonates with them Mm. and they understand what it is that we're trying to achieve. And that was just like one part of it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that's just a look and feel. You can't have an amazing look and feel with such a terrible customer experience. Mm. You know, they all Mm. go hand in hand. Mm. And if you want to scale and if you want to be known as that brand in Africa then you have to have to put in the work, you have to grow, you have to make changes Mm. because the business that we were six months ago is not the business that we are today. And definitely by end of the year, we're going to be very far. So, you know, that's evolution in itself. And I'm speaking that into life. I was about to say, I'm claiming it for you. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. But I think what you said is is spot on. You always have to be working on your brand and, and... Great feedback is great. Mm. I'm actually looking. You know, I yeah. I like great feedback. It's amazing. But it doesn't help us. Mm, it doesn't true. help us. True. I want the bad. I want you to tell me that, you know, Natasha, your boxes, ah, they really just don't excite me mm. when I get my package. I want you to tell me that, you know, uh, because... That means we're not really doing anything worthwhile if we're just getting great feedback all the time. That's, we want the negative yeah. as well. But this doesn't mean just go and give Natasha negative. a hard time. <laughs> yeah, please don't just go give us a hard time. <laughs> negative feedback. <Yeah. laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But I think um, just from our conversation, there's a lot of things in there. First is starting where you are. Mm. With what you have, very mm. important. With what you know as well. Yeah. Two, you can upskill yourself. So what you don't know, you can learn, mm. which is also very important. And then, if you don't evolve, you will die. You're gonna die. Okay. Mm. I think that's such an important lesson. I like ending conversations on a lighter note. Mm-hmm. So New Year's resolutions. It's a new year, new you. What yeah. are you planning that you can share, of course? Oh, yeah. Um, I think for the first few months, what we are planning on doing is to just expand our current offering. Mm-hmm. Um, what we've really been wanting to achieve and sourcing a lot of feedback from our clients is... You know, when you see the same sense, it's amazing. But can we create something that is more like a secret box, you know, Mm. that you can exclusively subscribe to? Mm. So we're definitely working on that exclusive subscription um, type of offering that we can give to our clients. And this will be sense that you won't find within our range. Mm. And they will change with every new box that will come out. That's exciting. So that's I very exciting. I already want to be a part of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so that's definitely very exciting. 
And then we also partnered with a local NGO that supports young women. Mm. Uh, it's called Pazaras. Mm-hmm. And what we've done is within our new range called our Sustainable Lifestyle Range, where we're offering tote bags, mm-hmm. we will be donating um, a portion of our profits to that particular charity because we honestly believe that no girl should be left behind and yeah. period poverty is such a big thing. And so we're trying to play a small part within their journey mm-hmm. to just help them ensure that you know they also achieve their mission and vision and we just come along and assist wherever possible. So those are some of the things that we have planned on the table for now. A lot of collaborations definitely planned as well with other creators um, that can, you know, come on board and educate us mm. as a community on more sustainability that we can incorporate within our own personal spaces and within our own communities. But, you know, the others are top secret of course. <laughs> and we'll share when the time gets closer. That's exciting. I can't wait. I really want to be part of the secret club. <laughs> Awesome, awesome, awesome. But thank you so much for coming today, for sharing your story. Mm-hmm. I really hope thank if you're you. listening, um, you got inspired by Natasha. And just know, starting something is worth it, but it won't be smooth sailing. So you just have to keep at it. Add a bit of grace there. Mm, and um, a lot of grace (laughs) a lot of grace you have to be patient with yourself honestly (laughs) right Mm. but thank you thank you so much for having me (laughs) 